This episode of Cut the Foreplay is brought to you by me. I traded it for sexual favors, aka I lit a candle and had a great Saturday night. So, look who's winning now. Hello, no one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Welcome to the show! I am your host, Nadia Favre. I will be having another human being that I get to speak to later, but not now. Now, it's time for a recap. This was the highlight of my week. I went away to the farmlands and it was absolutely wonderful. As I said in my Insta post, I ate two breakfasts just because it felt like I was at the Shire and I was a sexy Samwise Gamgee with more length around the knees. If any of these references are going over your head, then you probably have a social life, so good for you. My point that it was beautiful and it was all the things that you want a farm to be. There's a cute little lady there by the name of Gladys who takes care of the property and how I'm gonna walk you through what happened here. I went, hi, my name is Nadia. She said, hi, my name's Gladys. I was like, ooh, Glado, nice to meet you. We gonna be friends. Literally, just a couple of hours later, she walks in on me taking a shower, and we both knew what happened, even though there was no eye contact. So, Gladys, you are absolutely fu- <laughs> Fucking welcome. Keep that in the wank bank, girl. Been doing my damn squats. On to other things that are probably more relevant than Gladys and my v- vagina. More recently, some some of you had asked me a few questions during the Q&A, and one of them I wanted to leave out so I could stretch it. Like Janelle Monet and her lyrics about her gash. That word makes me dry heave. The question that you asked was uh, what I thought about feminism, whether it's necessary, and everything that really centered around it. And instead of giving you a yes or no answer, I thought thought I would do the following. Just some sweet ass examples about how the world sucks. Let's start here. Number one, Amazon.com has a retailer called Arrive Guide that sell plus size leggings. Good for people between the size 14 and 16, which is AKA the average woman, not plus size, average woman. And how they sell it is really (laughs) fucked. up. Get this. So they get a regular quote unquote. There's a lot of air quotes happening here. A regular sized woman to wear the plus size leggings and she puts both legs in one side of the pants to show you how much room there actually is. As though if you're purchasing it that you're just purely made of lard and you don't deserve nice things. How in the fuck? is that a way to advertise leggings? Can you not just get the average woman, aka more than half the population, to come in and wear the pants and take a damn picture? Just putting it out there, guys. Being a woman does blow in that sense. I am currently a size 6 and I used to be a size 12 and I know for a fact that they treat you like you're cattle. It's like, oh, here's a size uh, four jeans, but if you want the big ones, go to the back and ask Fred. Fred will then lead you to another room where you get a key and there's a riddle and eventually in a hole you will find those large pants. And I know this has nothing to do with anything, but like when people are advertising salads, why are those girls always laughing while they eat the damn salads? There's nothing funny about a cherry tomato. My conclusion, Amazon retailer Arrive Guide can just kiss my ethnic ass. Let's talk about Arkansas, aka Arkansas. Don't you just love it when people say that gives me the willies? Now, Arkansas has passed a law that will go into effect July 30th, and no, it's not that they will shoot glitter at you every time you successfully quote Devil Wears Prada. Quite the opposite, my friend. From July 30th, you will need a man's consent, aka your partner, if you would like to get an abortion. This is absolutely fucked. 
fucking bonkers. Just think about the scenario, okay? If you've been abused by your partner and you finally get the strength and the opportunity to leave and you realize, holy shit, I'm pregnant, you're gonna have to call this guy up and be like, um, JK, I know you used to beat the shit out of me and my eyeball was hanging out of my face, but uh, could you sign this little form that says I don't want to have your child? That is so unreal. And what's crazier is that this could also apply to your rapist. Arkansas, is there some kind of time machine around you guys that you're so fucking regressive? Hold on one second, my blood pressure is rising. <laughs> Awful, I know, but at least not everyone's batshit crazy because the ACLU, Planned Parenthood, and the Center for Reproductive Rights have filed a lawsuit. So I guess only time will tell. By that I mean people that are part of the Arkansas government are just there adjusting their bonnets and debating whether or not the world is flat as they die from common colds because clearly they're stuck in the past busy whatsapping each other like BRB at a witch hunt. Here's my point, essentially, is that once I saw a t-shirt that said, feminism is the radical notion that both genders are actually equal. And nobody, absolutely nobody hates men in this scenario. All I'm saying is that it would be nice for someone who is size 14 and above to be able to buy pants without feeling like shit. Or for a woman to make a decision on her own. My conclusion is, if you are tired of hearing it, imagine how fucking tired we are of saying it. Would you look at that? I talked about something that was serious for the first time in my life. It was weighing on me for quite a while though, so I had to get it out there. Kind of felt like I had diarrhea for a long time, but I was doing a handstand, you know? <laughs> and then I stood up and I was like, <laughs> you know how it goes. But also, I went out on a little hunt to find the perfect human being to just pretty much talk shit with. And I stumble upon this little lady, singer, actress, and host of The Spread. It's me! It's Gaz! <laughs> or as I like to call you, my Persian sister, Kazartun. Oh yeah, that's right. That's a thing. Are you related to the Kardashians? <laughs> no, we're not. Just take it. Yeah, Just take it. I want to be a part of this cult. <laughs> yeah, yay! <laughs> Welcome to the show. Thank you. I love this show. I'm so happy that you're here sitting across from me in your pajajays. Yes. So what I thought you and I would do today is literally have the same feels you would have if you were sitting in your friend's living room and you're having a sleepover and giggling over absolutely nothing in a fort. So should we dive right in? Yeah. We're going to start here. Uh, where did we meet? In the parking lot. <laughs> in the parking lot. Like most homeless people do. <laughs> I was looking for a house and you lived here. Like some random German lady was taking a picture of you. And I was oh, like, who's that celeb? Sweet. Yeah, there we go. There yeah. we go. Uh, but I remember we met and you were so kind to me. Uh, we had no water here at the house and no electricity. Remember when I moved in and you made me dinner? And oh my gosh, yeah. You are the the nicest. So I met you before I met you because then two nights before I met you, I had a dream about you, and uh, you were standing outside your front door, um, packing things, moving things in, and then you were smoking a cigarette, and I saw you, and then I remember having a conversation with my partner at the time and saying that I had this really strange dream about this girl that I'd never met before. That's the one. Yeah. You know how special that makes me feel? Just you dreaming about me when you haven't met me? Yeah, how special. I feel the most. Like a hundred. Yes. <laughs> so I have a list of little questions for us. Okay. <laughs> um, so what do you think your identifiers are? So if I go, you know, Nadia, she's tall, works in radio, kind of mouthy. There's always three things that people point out. Um, <laughs> oh my God, I'm so not ready for this. It would be 
the hot chick. <laughs> Get it. The girl with the afro. Huh? Um, the one that's always talking about sex. That's actually dead on. <laughs> yeah. Okay. As a woman, what's it like having a sex positive podcast? You know it was coming. I had yeah, to ask. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what it's like to be a man and have a sex positive podcast. So I don't have anything to compare. Okay. But it's uh, definitely, believe it or not, and contrary to popular belief, I think that people are more receptive to women talking about sex. 100%. Um, I think it's the way in which it's approached. Mm-hmm. I've listened to some of the radio shows where the men talk about sex and they're very crass and they're also very misogynistic. Yeah. And so women approach it from a very neutral point of view and I feel like men approach it from a very... Aggressive. Yeah. And uh, I think as a woman having a sex positive podcast, it's great i really love it when people approach me and they're like oh my god i love your podcast yeah listen to it all the time when's your next episode coming out i'm happy there's obviously some backlash it's very little really that's so nice to hear yeah especially the one that that comes directly to me Mm. in my inbox or in just that comes to me it's almost like i think i've probably had like two in the year that I've been podcasting. What? Yeah. Good for us, Kenya. Yeah, Mm. exactly. All the rest has been positive. All the negative stuff goes to other people, you know, like gossip, like, oh my God, have you seen, have you heard? Positive stuff comes, sinks into my my inbox. That's awesome. I want to give you an actual award. It is so... (laughs) You accept it. (laughs) The award is me. I think it's it's so important. Had uh, this been around when I was a kid, I grew up in a conservative family. Had this been around, I would have been like, oh my God, I don't have to struggle and question every single day because Google didn't exist. And no, not your dog, the search engine. Um, so I, I can imagine what a big difference this makes for everyone else. Yeah. So good on you. Yeah, my dog is called Google. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> What were you like as a kid? Because you're very, like, there's parts of you that are very strong, and you can see it in conversation, and then there's parts of you that are very, like, childlike and very sweet. So I'm guessing, in my head, you were an adorable little child that I want to steal, but you were probably the worst. Were you the worst? I was the worst! Oh my gosh! I was the worst child ever! I was very spoiled. I wanted yeah. everything my way. I was such an attention seeker. No, really. I was just a horrible child. Oh my god, that's so hard to believe. So I've changed. You've aged very well. <laughs> yes. And I've, de- I've definitely changed drastically. Yeah. Because life handed me like yeah. big melon, lemon, Le- melons. Thinking about tits so early in the morning. I know. <laughs> um, and it, and I don't think like it's. I don't think my family has understood my change, like my aunties and other people. They don't. They they still think that I'm that bratty, spoiled (sighs) child that I was when I was younger. It's hard for me to sort of try and convince them that I'm not that person anymore. Was it a majority of your life that you were like that? That's why they're stuck in the past? Well, it was my whole growing up. And then I moved out of home when I was 18. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't interact so much with family as, as often as I did when I was younger. Yeah. So... I mean, I, we do interact, but just not, like, I don't have sleepovers at my auntie's. I was one of the kids that was busted smoking when I was, like, 12 years old. Mm, I okay. Like an, I was a bad child. Yeah. I was, I was a bad child. I wasn't, like, I've seen bad children, though. I'm, I'm not, like... Excessive, because I watched an episode of Maury where this girl was like, Maury, once I sucked this guy's dick for a can of Coke. Yeah, I don't think that was you. No. <laughs> no. no, but I did used to go around, like, opening boys' zippers and stuff, and being like, <laughs> 
Amazing. You can definitely say dick. <laughs> the little goat will blur you out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so it's going to be like dick. That's not how it sounds. No? It sounds like dick. Yeah. <laughs> Dead on. I'm trying to be like, I'm trying to do it right, but at the same time, I want you to know what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like, Meh, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. I was uh, the sweetest kid. I don't know if that's expected or not. No. no. Oh my God. I was the kind of kid that didn't really speak. I had zero friends and uh, I just was obsessed with my mom. I remember once we were watching Jaws and I was really scared and I sat underneath her skirt and I didn't speak to anyone else. Like that's genuinely how I lived my life. I was always like, mommy, you're so pretty. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Like if people tried to speak to me, I was like, no. Nah. Yeah. Stop yeah. it. I don't like conversation. And compared to who you are now? Present day, I cannot shut the fuck up. Fuck up. Mm -hmm. It's an actual problem. Like, aren't you tired? Doesn't your jaw ache? Mm -hmm. You're like an overworked prostitute giving blow squeeze, but just with words. <laughs> yeah, so a lot, a lot has changed. I was also very talkative as a child. I actually really? Yeah, they, my, my dad used to, they used to call me a chatterbox. And I would literally, like, we'd travel, because my, my father's, like, my shag's on my dad's side is in Kitale. Mm -hmm. We would travel, that's like a seven-hour road trip, and I would speak. The whole time. The whole, like, honestly, my parents would be just, like, five <laughs> minutes. And I couldn't <gasps> be talking to anyone. Just to yourself? Yeah, because nobody would talk to Oh, me what a cutie. And then, you know, and then I'd sing. I'd sing and I'd talk, and that's all I'd do. Uh-huh, I don't know. You definitely sing in the shower, and I know no, you have. I don't sing in the you don't? No. You're full of surprises. I know. <laughs> I feel like you'd be like the full bodyguard I album. I don't sing anymore. Like, Why? I, I, don't sing the way I used to. I used to sing all the time, and then I just stopped. Music broke my heart. Mm, I get sing. that. Yeah. I get that. When you become an adult, happiness gets taken away from yeah. you very abruptly. I see where you're coming from. In terms of entertainment, mm -hmm. how on earth did you find yourself here? Sitting across from you? Like I said, when I was a little girl, I used to sing all the time. So the one thing that I knew that I wanted to be was a singer. Yeah. And so my parents were very supportive. So I just sort of like always knew I wanted to be a singer and just kind of did everything in my power to make it possible for me to become a singer. And then I became a singer. And then I sing. And then I, I always wanted to act as well. So I found my way onto the stage. I really wanted to do theater. Yeah. So my grand dream is Broadway. Oh, that would be amazing. Guy. I could totally see that. Really? So you'd be like, I'm Kaz, but and I'm... Actual <laughs> <music is stuck. laughs> I've been staged. <laughs> I love, uh, my favorite thing in the world, and I want you to perform it for me just whenever you feel like it, mm -hmm. is in Disney movies, they always have like, a whole new world, and someone random comes in and goes, don't you dare close your eyes. <laughs> and it's always like over, like pronounced, and yeah, I find that yeah. so amusing. Yeah. So if that's that's a thing that you can do, please just shout it from your balcony every day. Perfect. Okay. I'm going to surprise you with your birthday. Wonderful. Uh, August 30th. You're a Virgo! I'm a Virgo! I'm a Virgo. What does that mean for us, though? We're just the coolest babies in town. I will take that 100%. Take it. Take it. In terms of uh, the media, being an introvert, because I you have very introverted qualities. Introvert. So what's that like? Uh, I create... There's a famous poem by T.S. Eliot. Mm -hmm. I can't remember what the poem is, but there's a line in that poem that goes... Prepare the face to meet the faces that we meet. Mmm, get it. So, um, I love that. that I am when I'm out is a creation. And it's something that I have to prepare myself to create, to go and give, because it's energy that I'm giving to people, little pieces of me. Yeah. So by the end of the day or the end of the night, I'm done. And yeah. I, I need to recharge and I come back home and I, I, 
I do me. So it's a recharging, mm. just like d- editing or just listening to music or watching the film that I like, a TV series. And um, that's, that's who I prefer. I prefer my company. I generally don't like people. Yeah, I, I see where I'm, I'm a extroverted introvert. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just kind of a constant battle yeah. that I don't quite understand. I look at it like uh, all the world's a stage. So it's a, it's a costume that I'm putting on. Yeah. If I have to be the doctor that day, I'll put on the suit. If I have to be the friend, the this, the that. You get to be just different versions of yourself. Yeah. And it's it's great. Yeah. Okay, because we're planning our, our friend date night. Yeah. yeah. Rom-coms and favorite album. I really love... Who's in it? Let's play the game. Hugh Grant. Uh-huh. And he plays the role of the Prime Minister. Oh, Love Actually. Love Actually. Mm-hmm. Classic. P.S. I Love You is also a really good rom-com. Yeah. Do you remember it? Yeah, of course I do. Gerard Butler and uh, what's her face? Tear Jerking Ones. I can't remember. That one, that one. Hilary Swink. Yeah. Yeah. Nadia remembers. Yeah. It's also yeah. very trivial and unnecessary, but it's there in my mind. Yeah, and like um, Poetic Justice with Tupac and Janet. Mm-hmm. OMG. Who was it? Oh, Tay Diggs was in it. And he was a um, music executive director, and she was like a journalist for She used to write about like these hip-hop artists. It was called Love. Not Love in Basketball. Not love in Basketball. Brown sugar. You got it. Oh God, I just want to eat him. We can make that happen. Maybe he's going to be one of the people that's going to DM me and be like, yo, Kaz, so get at married. me. <sighs> Only time will tell. And if there's like a window where he's single, I'm going to find it for you. You're going to swoop in. I'm going to eat Tate Diggs. <laughs> yeah, you're going to eat Tate Diggs. I prepared a game for us. Are you ready? It's going to change your life. <laughs> okay, go. Or it's just a series of really stupid questions. Okay. So it's called Orna. Tinder or not? Does that make sense? Yes, okay. So rapid fire. Tinder or not? Yes, Tinder. Pineapples on a pizza or not? Nah. Camping or not? Nah. First one to get uh, on the dance floor or not? Yes. Fuck yeah. Baths or not? Yes. Sex in the city or not? Yes. Sex on the first date or not? Yes. Sex on fire by Kings of Leon or not? Huh? <laughs> the song Sex on Fire? I don't even know. Okay, we'll skip it. <laughs> Twerking or not? Yeah. Uh, Game of Thrones or not? Yes. White people with dreads or not? Nah. Okay. <laughs> no. That's a good place to end it. <laughs>